Welcome to Live in a Home That Pays You Back, the podcast for people who want to get the absolute most out of owning a home. Your host is Anna D. Simone, who explains how your home can be healthy, sustainable, and provide long-term security for you and your family. Anna's guests include technology leaders and innovators in the housing industry who share the kind of knowledge you need to meet the market with confidence. Make informed decisions about home construction, renovation, energy scores, water conservation, wind, solar, geothermal power, and lots more. It's time for you to live in a home that pays you back. Now here's your host, Anna Simone. Hello, everyone. This is Anna Simone, and welcome to Live in a Home That Pays You Back podcast. To everyone out there, I promise you innovators in the industry, and I am so excited that we have two of the most visionary and innovative people that I am so lucky to have on my program. From Quoll Intelligence, we have CEO and co-founder Ben Cohen and co-founder Nancy Covey. And they're going to talk to you about climate resilience for your home, whether you're out shopping for a new home or whether you already are living in a home. So we're going to start with, can you just tell us what it means to be climate resilient? Yeah. And, you know, thanks for having us first off. We're excited to be here. What really it means to be climate resilient um, at its core is a change of mindset. It's uh, kind of boils down to three core things. It's understanding your climate risk, uh, uh-huh. understanding what you can do about it, and then being empowered to make the right decisions for you and your family. You know, resiliency can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but at its core, a lot of what we're trying to solve here is really the democratization of this intelligence. We're trying to, you know, and that's why our site, you go in and you don't have to enter a credit card. You can just put an address right in and we give this all to you because in order to be resilient, the first step is you have to understand really what you're facing. And that's really where this starts. So we don't have a vision of every single family will do every single thing, but you got to know what you're up against and what you can do about it. Well, first of all, let's just talk about your program itself. It's an app and I know it's free. And I've, I've been on your site a hundred times and I've pulled the reports so I know how comprehensive they are. So just describe the app a little bit so that our listeners know about the brain trust behind the data that is presented and how people can go about getting a report on a house that they're thinking about buying or a house that they live in or any house. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we sort of joke, uh, Check one house, check a thousand houses. We're, we're all for people being informed about as much as they can be. So we view our task as taking the wide amount of factors that go into climate risk and really translating that into something that somebody can both understand and actually use. So when you search for an address in the site, what we're doing behind the scenes is we're checking out the climate science but we're really translating that science into what does that actually mean for you as a homeowner? What parts of your house are at risk? What is that going to do for your bills? Things like insurance and taxes. What is that going to do for your long-term value? Um, taking into account what's happening in your area. You know, people often forget, hey, my house may not flood, 
But if the area around you is flooding, that sure as heck is going to impact your value. And if that decimates the industries in your area, that's going to affect the value long term. So we take all of those things into account and really boil your risk into these understandable tidbits. And then we actually go and model out for that specific house all of the different projects, again, tailored to the risks you face that we think may be worth um, sort of investigating and even provide links to the different vendors out there that are actually able to do this work. So we really want this to be where you don't have to come in and do a whole lot of extra steps yourself. We want to take all of this and really give you the kind of so what of climate change, because this is a, a tool really everybody needs to be using, regardless of if you're looking or you already own. And I would add on that note, um, if you're a homeowner, this helps you maintain your home. It helps you manage those finances. But if you're a buyer or you're a seller and you want to come in and look at what what risks could I be faced with if I own this home? Um, what's going on in that house now that I want to talk to the owner about right now? You get a lot more. Uh, it helps you ask the right questions. So you get a lot more information and you you go in, as I like to say, eyes wide open into the the buying or selling of it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And, and actually one last thing along those lines, and I think this is a really important concept that we wanna make sure everyone understands. Climate risk is often talked about in generalizations. I live in Florida, so I must have a hurricane problem. I live in California, so I must have a fire problem. Climate risk differs street to street, house to house. It differs yeah. if your house is elevated or what's around you. Uh, everyone's profile is going to be a little bit different. And you may find some things that kind of shock you when you take into account risks that you didn't realize were now risks in your area. So I think it's important for folks to really internalize this notion of, hey, I may have seen some headlines, but I think there's a lot under there that we may not really be aware of. Right. And right. Uh, to add to that, not everything has to be big and scary to actually take action on it. That's true. And there's a lot of things that people could do, like a DIY project, mm -hmm. to just make sure their house is more climate resilient. So can you, can you describe some of the different types of climate risks that your, that your app is capturing in its collection of data? So I think there are... You have to think about risks in a number of ways. One is the actual weather. So, uh, of course, we cover all of the major fire, wind, uh, conventional convection storms, hail, flooding, all of those things. But I think you need to think about risk more holistically in the context of what does all of that do to your finances? So there's that financial True. risk element that uh, you actually have to, to do that translation. Now, you don't have to anymore because we're actually doing that for you. But I would break it down into uh, what do we cover? We do take that physical risk and we translate it into, as Ben mentioned a little bit earlier, to the financial risks and what that means to your monthly bills, yeah. to your insurance and, and what you can do about it. And, and a lot of those risks even are poorly understood in the sense of a lot of people don't realize, for instance, that if you live in an area with drought, if you're not actively watering the area around your foundation, that foundation is going to crack. Uh, you uh -huh. could get sinkholes. So we, we really take into account not just the kind of top line, what you might see in the news, but also these slow motion disasters 
that uh, are affecting your home in ways that aren't going to end up in the news because it's just felt at such a local personalized level. That is so interesting. It's something that we don't even think about and so practical. So I remember when I talked to both of you a few weeks ago, I Nancy, you were saying that you couldn't open the windows in your house because of a, a climate-related disaster that you had from a wildfire, wasn't it, that happened near you? Uh, was there ash in the area? Oh, in terms of I air quality. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I live in Colorado, and the air quality is getting poorer and poorer every fire season. And so uh-huh. now you can't you can't go outside, but the air quality inside, if you're not taking care of that, it can oh. actually be just as, just as bad. So um, knowing what you're up against, and uh, and to Ben's point, knowing what you're up against, exactly where you are is so critical to be able to say, if I can't go outside, how do I manage what I do inside so that I'm safe and my family is safe? And that's actually, Nancy's example is such a valuable example because she, her house didn't show up on any fire map. Her house didn't show up as a risk, but Mm -hmm. she felt that risk. And Nancy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe your insurance doubled as a result of that fire, even though that was two counties over. So Uh when we think about this risk, we have to stop thinking about it as just our plot of land and start really thinking about all of the factors around us that are going to cost us and affect us, whether that's breathing or your wallet, because those are tangible things that families are going to face. Well, didn't you have some personal experience, Ben, yourself, and what you know motivated you originally to, to start this company and to come up with this amazing idea of climate resilience for homeowners? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I the personal experience started with a family home, my grandparents' home, actually getting hit by storms in Massachusetts, and the family trying to figure out what to do about it. Do you stay in the home? Do you sell the home? What's the cost to fix? Will that prevent a future problem? What happens to our bills? And it was in realizing that there were no tools to answer this, um, and in realizing that homeowners are really left both in the dark and holding all of that cost, all of that risk. And uh, that's really what led us to Starkwool because we we kind of jointly said there really has to be a better way. And Mm -hmm. it started from this. And and this is a thing that we really try to build around because it's not just an origin story. It's also kind of a company ethos, if you will. We build around the emotion. This is a scary topic. I have felt Mm -hmm. it. I have felt the tangible fear and anxiety that comes with being in the face of danger. And so our goal is to not be cold and static. Our goal is to make something that can show you that we are trying to translate this to you. It may be scary, but we have paths forward and that there is always a way to protect yourself. Well, I'll tell you, to prepare for this podcast, I've been doing a little bit of research. In last year, 2021, the National Flood Insurance Program processed 45,000 claims, totaling $2.2 billion for natural you know, disasters. And the problem that we're facing, we've got a, we've got a couple of challenges in America, is that we have people... We have 14 and a half million properties that were damaged in 2021. But according to the Harvard study, we have 51 and a half million households 
in America where people who have are living in areas that are at least a moderate threat to losses from natural disasters. And so the biggest challenge is to help people, you know, improve their resiliency. But, you know, coming, you know, from a background on the housing finance agency, I'm always watching everything that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac do all of the time. And one of the things that I've learned over, you know, a 30-year period is that when people can't afford to pay their homeowner's insurance, they can't afford to pay their mortgage, they panic, and they don't pick up the phone and try to mitigate their problem. And just six weeks ago, Fannie Mae issued a press release saying that both homeowners and renters in America have a resource that if they are affected by some type of a hurricane disaster or a natural disaster, there is a now a disaster response network that is based out of HUD and Washington that helps people who not only own homes, but to rent apartments. And uh, you know, the, your mortgage lender for anyone who owns a home is automatically authorized to give you a 90-day pause on a mortgage payment if you have a disaster. And during that 90-day period, the mortgage lender is authorized to to verify the facts about what happened. And depending on you know the outcome of their own analysis, they will they under Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they are allowed to give you up to a whole one year of forbearance on a mortgage program. And so, and all of the problems that we've had over the past 20 years in America, the biggest problem we have, and as I told you know, Ben and Nancy before, my job was to sit in a courtroom and explain to a jury why banks were authorized to put ins- homeowners insurance on a house. You know, it's called forced place insurance. Because what people don't do is they don't follow up with their mortgage lender. They have to do that. And so what I love about the Quell product is that it's like the Eagle Scout of being prepared. I mean, so the first step in becoming a homeowner or being a homeowner is to always be prepared, not only just having a couple of months mortgage payments in the bank to help you out, but also by using an app such as the Quo app, which I'm going to have you explain how people can get their report, you at least know what the facts are about your house. Now, I I pulled reports on the last two homes I lived in, (laughs) and I was amazed at the pinpoint accuracy. I mean, exactly what my hazard insurance policy said, that my house was a 1,000 feet from the water, that's what the call report said. And when I went to a house that I owned in the Boston area, and I always had wet basements, I pulled a report yesterday, and it said water issues <laughs> are the biggest risk in that house. I don't I know it because I was constantly, I had, to have, I had to tear away and make sure that the water drained away from the house. And I wasn't living near the shore. This is just where yeah. the water the water level rises. So Ben and Nancy, can you tell our listeners how you know how to order a free report? And you know, also and one of the things that I really respect about your program is that you're not sharing or selling the data that you collect from people. 
it's a brain trust of an enormous amount of comprehensive information. So tell us how to order one of your reports. Yeah, and and that actually that last point uh, that you made, I think, is really important and actually goes back to even the point before that talking about mortgages and some of the resources that exist. But homeowners over time have been trained not to talk to your insurance company because they tend to ding you. They're trained not to call their bank. And in fact, the bank may not even own the mortgage anymore and they may not even know who owns that. And so really, it's important for us. And this gets down to the data collection bit to be clear that we are not going to go share this with those companies. We are not here to have somebody raise your rates. None of that will happen. It's that we want to tailor this intelligence to you. So when you go to, so right now you go to getcoal.com, you enter an address and you instantly receive, you know, a view of this entire risk profile, the recommendations, everything. We give you all of that immediately. Enter one address, enter a thousand addresses, we want this to be used and shared, so we are not going to erect any barrier to you doing that. Um, and that even gets to the data where you can go in and update some of the data on a house, and we'll actually update the report, and that data is yours. It's it's um, squirreled away where it does not then show up to the next person who may search that address. Uh, it's very segmented because trust is a major factor in what we're doing. Trust. Uh, the homeowner does not have a trusted place to learn this, uh, does not have a trusted resource to guide them. Interesting. And that's what we want to be. That is really interesting. Well, also, I learned so much from your website because you have the most well-written and user-friendly guides about climate resilience. I can't remember all of the different topics, but it seems like you've covered everything. And... Ben, you're such a good writer because yesterday I read your article that was that was guidance about whether or not you live in a condominium or a, a townhouse, and and I I I live in a townhouse now and I entered my own address and I got this really warm greeting that said we're not currently we're currently only covering single family homes but by the way here's something for you to read in the time being. So I read your whole article about being more involved with the Homeowners Association. I mean, this is really good, timely stuff for people to learn about what the potential is of their home. And so can you talk a little bit about the tipping point and and how you have, you are sharing the future data about the house, like what is the likelihood that the, the the water level will increase in 10 or 15 years from now? Stuff like that. Tell us a little bit about the content of the reports. Yeah, absolutely. And it's um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said 10 to 15 years. One of the kind of failings that we see in how we talk about risk is people like to talk about 100-year timeframes. We have 1,000-year floods. A homeowner does not live in a thousand year context. Uh, we need to put That's this true. in timelines that affect you and you may actually experience. And so we, when we run this analysis, we take into account how we see it progressing. We take into account the insurance rates, for instance, that we see in the area and how we see those progressing, taking account of this risk, your property taxes, because, hey, as that infrastructure fails, guess who pays for it? You, the taxpayer. So um, they all sound really nice, but when the city takes out a billion dollar bond, that's your bottom line. And so 
getting back to your sort of water example, we actually look at that as well as how fire and really every other one is progressing because it's important for us when we then translate that into your affordability into like when it's are those true. bills potentially going to start becoming oppressive and then translate that into hey when do we think this home may start to feel the effects of risk on your value that's really what you want to know you you care that the the flood risk may be higher in 12 years but you certainly care a heck of a lot more than 12 years from now that flood risk really means i can't get insurance on this home and there's a there's also a you know you spoke to the epidemic of folks not being educated on on what resources out there. There's also a huge underinsurance epidemic out there where folks are, are not nearly as covered as they need to be. And so we just want to give you all of those data points and that math because that's really how you at the end of the day are going to have to make decisions. That's true. Well, the insurance companies are now leaning toward what they call the risk-based pricing of insurance policies. So based on some of the same data that you have, because of the the risk level for a specific area, whether it's to wildfire or water, you know, the homeowner's insurance policy will go up. And one of the things that I noticed on your site is that if people mitigate and they complete certain recommended tasks, and I love the fact that you very clearly delineate what tasks we think that you should implement right now to, to mitigate some of the risk of the home that you live in. It's all, it's very, very logical. And then the recommendations that you're giving could potentially enable a homeowner to have, say, a 10 or 15%, you know, discount on their insurance policy. But the thing that I'd like to say, getting back to our housing finance industry, is we have two threats in America. We have the threat of, you know, climate change affecting people. Uh, in the past 10 years, the the homeowner expenditures on repairs for for weather type of disasters doubled from 11 billion to 26 billion okay and so one of the things that i talk about a lot in my podcast is the energy efficient discounts that you get in the mortgage programs and from state housing finance agencies and municipalities because we want to encourage people to do energy efficient measures on their home but if we continue to have natural disasters in America, when we, when, if we have 50 million properties that are at risk, and according to the study that I read, 11 million of that portion are low-income people, and they don't have the money to, to mitigate or to, to protect their home for climate resilience, what happens is this can be destructive to our housing finance system. Because if people can't afford to take care of their home after a hurricane, whether it's a Katrina or a Sandy or whatever the problem is that happens, if people don't have the resources, the loans, the discounts, and help in trying to mitigate these problems, loans will go into default. And then we will have a foreclosure crisis on our hand. So my little crystal ball tells me that based on what I'm learning from just being introduced to coal, which was just very recently, 
and and seeing what is going on in the area of wildfires and 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 water problems, I think that we're going to see a lot more financial help so that we will have subsidized loans, we'll have low interest mortgages for people to help prepare their homes against and make their homes more climate resilient. And an, a good example of that is the um, Inflation Reduction Act that Biden signed in August of this year. Finally, for the first time in many years, you can get a 30% bottom line dollar for dollar tax credit if you buy a standalone generator, such as Generac or the Tesla Powerwall. And if this costs $10,000, and that means that you subtract $3,000 off the bottom line of what you owe in your taxes. Now, I had a generator in my last house, which was a brand new custom-built house, and I found it indispensable. And so, you know, we're always talking a lot about solar energy and renewable energy, and I think homeowners need to remember, if they just complete one small step at a time, it makes a difference. And I like to recommend that you just get enough solar panels to power your generator. And for instance, if you only need eight or 10 solar panels just to keep your, your generator fueled up, or maybe 20 panels, you're going to have enough fuel for your electric car. It doesn't have to heat your and cool your whole house, but it is serving an important purpose. And I think it's that preparedness and understanding all of the little steps that people can do, even if you only complete one project a year. I would say step number one, get cold. So that is www.getgetquoll.com. And then why don't you finish after going on your website what the steps are for, for getting that comprehensive report and, and, and reminding people again of the confidentiality and the fact that there's no cost. Yeah, the, the steps are as simple as we can make them. You go to the site and a search bar is going to pop up and right then and there you enter an address and you get everything. And that search bar is still at the top of the page. You can look at another house and another house and another house, as many as you want. That information that you share with us is not shared. You know, speaking back to one of the things that you mentioned about the, the financial crisis that could come out of this, one of the problems of the entire industry is an, uh, a problem of trust. And so we are not here to ding you and to use this. So all of that stays safe. And we want to get this into as many hands as possible. And so we've removed all of the steps for this. Um, even when it comes to that information that we spoke about, there is no form that pops up that you have to enter info in order to even see your report. There is I no credit that. card. There is no nothing. We are not going to put a blocker up. Now, if you want to go and tailor that address more, you can go and enter that data. But we're not making this a um, you need to, to sign, you know, so to have some extra trust before we kind of prove out what we're trying to give you, which is why there is no kind of forced data entry in any way. Go to the site, enter a million addresses, learn everything you can. And I would also say, and this speaks to uh, just how much the area around you matters. This is where we really also want to empower neighborhoods, empower communities. 
if you have two homes next to each other, it's helpful to see how each is kind of facing different risks. Because what you might find is that one house is essentially putting another house at risk, let's say due to, you know, the movement of water or something like that. And you certainly hmm. want to know if your neighbors are also going to have that kind of foundation problem, because if every house's foundation in the area cracks, A, we got to hope that everybody can afford that $8,000 fix. But B, that's not the time that you want to be selling a house on the market when all of the neighbors are going through the exact same problem and insurance is kind of blacklisting your area. So the more you can understand about your home, the ones around and share with family and friends, because we're kind of all in this together. And the more we um, unify the community around resilience, I, I think the more effective all of those dollars are going to be because it's great that there are these federal incentives. It's great that states are taking account, but trickle down resiliency kind of doesn't work. We need to empower this from the ground up. And that's why we're never going to block you from getting all these uh, all these great pieces of data. And I'll, I'll just add, uh, once you do all of that, if you've got questions, contact us. We're happy yeah. to um, connect with people and answer anything that we can for them. Yeah, we'll walk you through all of it. Yeah, I think it's great that the, that the, the praying and the visionaries behind the whole concept you offer you know your direct email service from queries from people and if if you don't have a pencil no worries because i am putting the web link getqual.com on my website under my podcast lineup page so you can always check that out and also i just wanted to remind everyone that Today's podcast is part of my three-part series that I have nicknamed Testing 123. And the first part was on the HERS energy assessment. We all know about the HERS score. And my next podcast in the series is Indoor Air Quality. Well, actually, outdoor and indoor air quality. And of course, Today's podcast is with Cole Intelligence about climate resistance. And I am so excited and appreciative of your time, you know, meeting with us today, Ben and Nancy, because you provide so much information. If we were on YouTube, I could show you samples of the report. Seeing a picture of the house, seeing so much information about the house and the area, the the history, how many hurricanes have been in the area over the past 15 years, what what's likely to happen in the next 10 years going forward, without any cost or obligation, I think it is wonderful what you've done, what you've created. I I wish you nothing but the best of success in your and your company thank you so much for being on our show today no thank you and thank you for having us on uh we love getting a chance to talk about this and to really try to again uh humanize this there there may be climate risk as a science concept but uh families families live and breathe with your home and protecting it and uh staying safe so we think about people every day You're doing a great job, both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Live in a Home That Pays You Back podcast. 
We hope you tune in again where we'll share more insider secrets so you get the absolute most out of your home. Check out Anna D. Simone's award-winning book, Live in a Home That Pays You Back. Available at Amazon and major booksellers in print, audio, and ebook. For more information, visit AnnaDeSimone.net. If you like what you heard, remember to follow Live in a Home That Pays You Back and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.